Welcome to The Break Room. I'm Martina Nicholas. And I'm Steph Whitman. We'll be hanging out every week talking about current events, pop culture, wellness, and what we deal with while working in the service industry. Pretty much we have a lot to say about everything. We're both Chicago transplants who met doing hair in Phoenix. We're unfiltered, relatable, and always trying to break free from society's expectations as women. Break Room is a safe place for those who have marched to their own beat from day one. We want you to know you're not alone. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this journey. And happy listening! Hi guys. What is up? I feel so professional now. I know, I do really like these new mics. Mics. The mics before weren't bad. I just didn't know if these would fit on the table. I was like, let's see if these will work. So I'm glad that I got these. These are nice. I'm going to have to do some stuff on this side with her mic situation while you're talking. There you go. Anyway, we're going to start with a mindfulness card like always. They are from... ChronicleBooks.com. Yes. I'm like so interested in what I want to pick. I want to pick rest and balance because I feel like that's what I need in my life. And so it shall be. Okay. That was the most difficult way to pick that, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pull the cards out. Okay. The card is feel the ground. Just like the breath, our connection to the earth is always available to us. By simply paying attention to the feeling of our feet, we can literally ground ourselves at any time. Practice this in different circumstances and in different places so that when you're facing difficult moments in the future, you have an always accessible tool to bring yourself back to the present moment. I like that. That makes me think of, there's like a Zach Brown band country song. (laughs) That's what it makes me think of. (laughs) They like they have their toes in the water ass on the sand but I'm like that's what that reminds me of (laughs) the water or the sand all right so today we are going to talk about COVID because we are in a state the state of Arizona that is leading the nation right now in the spread of COVID for the second time so I kind of wanted to just talk about in general kind of how COVID's affecting people how we're affected here and like how we feel and why our state has such high numbers. Because I feel like from looking in, people are probably like, what the hell is going on in Arizona? But we basically have a governor that like legitimately at his last press conference said he wasn't going to close down the state before the holidays because he wasn't going to do that to the people of Arizona because it was a holiday. So now we're here again. So many words for him. It's just unbelievable sometimes it's hard because like I've been telling my clients this too I'm like it's a blessing because I'm still working like there's a lot of people that aren't still working and I understand that but consciously it's hard because I don't feel like I should be at work but also I feel like the last time we closed we closed earlier than the state did I don't feel like it it was earlier I feel like for everybody's peace of mind though like it was good we weren't worrying about who was going to start getting sick or like we caught it before that started happening. Yeah. And also I think we just didn't know really what was going on. 
That's true. You know, I think we were just trying to be diligent and probably just get ahead of everything. But he even closed us late for that. Yeah. You know, he was one of the last people to close like hair salons. You know, we obviously, the salon obviously volunteered to close early. Mm -hmm. Whereas he was just going to leave us open. Was it three more weeks after that? Yeah. It was, yeah, I think it was, it was either two or three weeks, which is crazy. So nuts. Like so much could happen in two or three weeks. A lot weeks. could happen in two or, but that's what they're saying right now too, because now what is it like, are you like 10 days, 14 days till Christmas or something like that? What is today? Mm-hmm. Oh, 12 oh, so 13, days. 12 days. Oh, hello. There's, never mind. I have 12 a days until, calendar. until Christmas. And um, from what I have been hearing, I don't watch the news though. So I feel like it is just too biased from either side. And I just want actual information. But I had a client telling me that they said the peak will be like three to four weeks from now, which makes sense. Which makes sense. I just feel like I've seen so many things from like people sending sending it to me or just like quickly going through social media. I mean, the airports were insane on Thanksgiving. I know, and Tony's flying on the 22nd, and I'm like, put on a hoodie, cover up your head. He's like, I'm going to wear two masks. I'm like, don't let anybody talk to you. Yeah, man. Like, I know Sky Harbor was, like, so insanely mm -hmm. busy. Sky Harbor is the airport in Phoenix. So busy during Thanksgiving, which I'm pretty sure the CDC said, do not travel for Thanksgiving. They... I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Well, and, but I feel like they also announced that kind of late. I, you know, I feel like you should <laughs> yeah. have announced that in like September when people were but buying people tickets. Really like no, listen. no. But I feel like by the time they actually came out and like officially said it, it was like a, if you cannot travel, then don't. Yeah. But people were like, okay, I already am traveling. Like from looking at flights with Tony, like it was so much more expensive than what he normally pays to come out here. So I don't know if I would cancel which is shitty Mm -hmm. but yeah it's crazy it is so crazy we're talking about masks in general and like different rules of masks moving forward and like i'll always wear a mask in an airport from now on oh there's no way absolutely there's no way i'm not gonna wear a mask in an airport from now on Dude, that's probably where people are getting sick that is is in the actual airport well and that's how the whole world got this is from Mm -hmm. people traveling like that's And also, I mean, you did say, like, how is Arizona highest in numbers? Well, like, I'll tell you, because people are freaking nuts, man. Yesterday, when we were going to look at lights, Mm -hmm. we went down, because there's not a highway to get to Scottsdale where we were going, you know? Yeah. Uh, So you just take, like, side roads. I don't even know what we took all the way down. It must have been, like, Scottsdale Road. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Going through Old Town, right? That first quarter of 2020 and the last quarter of 2019. So all in all, with everything that's going on, houses and the housing market kind of hasn't been affected. Not as a whole. I feel like personally for people, what I've been hearing is that they're trying to buy homes and they're getting like, not sideswiped, but they're getting outbid or mm, outbid, I yeah. guess, outbid, it's not a word, outbid by <laughs> okay. cash buyers. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So people are either selling their bigger homes in Scottsdale Mm -hmm. or Paradise Valley and, like, downsizing or moving, or people that are coming from places that have higher cost of living are selling their houses and then just buying out a house in cash. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I mean, that makes sense. Or I like felt New like, York. Yeah, yeah, like New York. A lot of people are leaving New York. Um, yeah, California. I felt like Pacific Northwest. Our, yeah. You know, I feel like our market like would be affected more, but it hasn't even been a year. I'm very curious to see what's going to be, what it will be like in five years. Mm-hmm. Between the market, between like physically what we're doing or what the effects are. And then besides that, like of the vaccine, because that hasn't been out for at, like any time at all. Yeah. How do but, you feel about that? Um, I'm not at risk. I don't feel like, like mm-hmm. I don't have any health issues. So I really don't feel like I'm going to get a vaccine unless... It gets to the point to where it has to be mandatory for me to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't get the flu shot. Yeah, I don't get the flu shot either. I don't even like taking like headache medicine. I don't really like to take any medication. Mm-hmm. I am Im- immunized from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I would vaccinate my children. Mm-hmm. But like as an adult, I don't. Yeah, I'm not an vaccine. anti-vaxxer by any means. But I am worried about this vaccine because normally it takes like seven to like 10 years to come up with a vaccine and it's been less than a year. And there's like some, like a big race of who was going to, isn't it Pfizer now that has it though? Yes. There was like a big race on who was going to release a vaccine. Pfizer, like with help with Bill Gates, right? Uh, I was actually looking that up earlier. So, um... I will tell you in two seconds what it is. So I just can't always rely on my own mind. (laughs) (laughs) So I know it is Pfizer and BioNTech. I don't know what bio and it's like bio and then the letter N and then tech all together. One word. Like bioengineering. Correct. Yep. So those are the two people that are going to be releasing vaccines. I know one of my clients that was scheduled on Monday, her and her boyfriend are going to be in like a vaccine like a trial. Trial. Is it a paid trial? I, she said it was. She, I didn't ask. You'd have to pay me. I didn't ask. But, but also, I feel like they should pay. I feel like they're supposed to. I don't know. But you'd I have mean, to pay me, especially for this one. I thought trials were already over. <laughs> well, I guess that's true because aren't they releasing the vaccine? Like, yeah. <laughs> in like two days or something like that. Juicy's been like so sure we're going to have it. Okay. Or something yeah. is when the first first rollout is, as I air quote my yeah. fingers. And that's going to be like healthcare workers, vets, and I think people in... Uh, Teachers um, like home, uh, oh, like assistant living, assistant living. Nursing in homes. homes, everybody in their <laughs> homes, <laughs> everyone in their homes. No, uh, yes, assistant living. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the first thing. I feel like I haven't gotten it up until now, and so whatever I'm doing is working, but also there's just more and more people getting exposed, so I get kind of paranoid. But I'm gonna stick to. I'm getting tested Monday and I'm going to stick to maybe like every other week get tested until the numbers go back down, especially because it's free. And Yeah, I'm paranoid as fuck. I got yeah. tested Wednesday. I got tested today. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know why I'm so paranoid, actually, to be honest. Well, because I feel like the more the number increases out here, the more we realize how many people, like, just don't give a shit and are just kind of out doing whatever they want. And so it's scary because we're in contact with so many people and mm-hmm. it's really none of my business to ask you, like, where you been. I mean, definitely not I guess depending business. on how vigilant you want to be, but I also don't want to feel like I'm encroaching on people's, like, or making people feel, not like I would be encroaching on their rights. I feel like as a hairstylist, I'm not doing anything that serious. But I don't want to make them feel like I'm judging them. Totally. Which is not the case, obviously. But I don't ask those type of questions. So it's like, I feel like I have to get tested because I don't know where people have been or mm-hmm. what they were people doing. People just voluntarily tell me. Yeah, sure. You know? And I then mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, you've been places. But like my yeah. friends coming to town, so I also feel like I should get tested <laughs> because <laughs> he'll be at the airport. Oh, right, right, right. Well, but, that makes sense. Yeah, but then like even the COVID tests and the rate of like accuracy, I guess. I had a client tell me they're only like 60% accurate. Yeah. But I mean, who knows with anything, right? I just feel like there's so much insane information that could be true, could not be true Mm -hmm. because of the unknown. Well, there's just a lack of unifying the country. Mm -hmm. So or maybe the world. Yeah, the world too. But it, we're the only one of the only countries. I don't want to say the only because I haven't fact checked that. But I know we're one of the only countries that doesn't find anyone for being out past curfew. Oh right, right, right. Or for being out of like isolation that. or quarantine. And our state, like if the country did that, our state is probably one of the worst. Like yeah, well, we, we are under quarantine. I mean, we're we under do curfew. know like everybody is like enforcing that. I know mm-hmm. in Ohio. I know Illinois. California is back. California. Michigan was. California, obviously. I know Wisconsin, obviously, because they were like a huge hotspot the last yeah, couple were. of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I do know they are doing stuff about it. I just feel like maybe because we are here mm-hmm. and we're just running around like crazy people. I feel like what should happen is that if you didn't want to close it for the holidays and do it for the beginning of the year and then... When Biden gets in the office and he's just going to shut the country down. Hopefully. I mean, That's what I everyone's know. kind of saying is going to happen. Well, not everyone, but that was kind of his plan to get rid of or to curb the numbers from coronavirus. And if it's going to just keep growing and getting out of, tro- out of control, he's not toxic. Um, I feel like by the time he gets in office, he's going to have like twice the problem that he thought he would be dealing with. Well, I mean, I don't even know how you come back from this. Mm. It's like, what do we even do? Stay home. Well, yeah. But then it's like, to stay home, we have to get paid. And there's a lot of, a lot of other countries, too, are paying for people to stay home. Well, like, yeah. you're getting paid monthly versus... Absolutely. And they get, like... $1,200 for, what, is it nine months now? Yeah. Well, and also, like, a lot of these countries that you look at, like... South Korea, I mean, come on. They had a whole kit, you know, that was sent to them by house. Everybody had, like, all the cleaning supplies that they needed, all of the food they needed, everything that they needed. Uh, If they did need, like, groceries, like the elderly, I know people were out, like, shopping for them. They had, like, a whole thing. And they had it under control the first time. I, you know, they were one of the first countries that had it under control. I mean, unfortunately, because they were dealing with, uh, they've had this experience before. 
So this article says that Germany is one of the oh yeah Germany's like leading countries like spending the more money than countries like us. Um, in comparison, the fiscal plan in the United States is so far less than fifteen percent of its GDP from twenty nineteen. So they're saying Germany's going to need as much support as possible and like the fiscal space to do it, but but they're also really good about like helping people in their country too. I mean, they have all those uh, school like. When you're in Germany, you're like pretty much, don't quote me on this because I don't know the facts on this, but you're pretty much guaranteed a job. Like Mm. they send you to like school, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can go to like electrical school, like, but they sent like, you don't pay for it. Yeah. It's like pretty much like, I think you go, I don't know exactly what it is. I would have to look more into it, but it's like high school and then you take a year off and then you go to trade school. Or like obviously university, mm-hmm. um, but their education is so good that they can get a job pretty much doing mm-hmm. whatever. Doing whatever. Mm-hmm. It says that they're going ahead with two hundred fifty-six billion dollars in direct fiscal impulse measurements, which include a hundred billion euros to recapitalize and buy stakes in corporates affected by the virus, as well as fifty billion euros in direct grants to small business. Wow. So. Uh, We'll see if we can eventually take some, I would say advice, but it's no one giving us advice, but follow the lead of other countries. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that can kind of curb what's going on and what we've been dealing with. Because um, the holidays are coming and then it'll be a whole nother year. And I think a lot of people are really expecting like 2021 to hit and COVID to go away. But the fact <laughs> that we're acting like it's yeah. not real now or that we don't have all these problems is what's really affecting it. Totally. And then there's just a big disparity in the unemployment rate right now, too, between different races. Mm-hmm. The unemployment rate did decrease by one percentage point. So it, right now, well, as of October 2020, it is at 6.9. And that was the sixth consecutive month that it declined, which is really interesting to think about, too. Mm-hmm. But it's still nearly twice the rate since February of 3.5%. So that made sense to me. I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So twice the amount of people. Right. And then we did the math on that. Mm -hmm. 245 million people. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. That is a lot. We didn't think 6.9% was a lot until it was like, oh, there's how many million people in the country? 328.2 million. So then it was 24... Like 24 million, 24 pretty million much. people, 23, 24 million people that are unemployed right now. But looking into the rates, it is 6% of those people are white, 10.8% of those people are black, 7.6% of those people are Asian, and 8.8% are Hispanic. So a lot of black businesses, a lot of minority owned businesses are really getting hit harder. There's a amount that I saw that said 40% of black businesses will probably close mm-hmm. because of coronavirus. So yeah, and where where is this money? I don't understand. Like, where are the loans, or I guess not loans, because you don't want these people to have to pay this pay money back. back. Yeah. But where is all the money instead of giving it to big businesses? Like, what the hell are you right, doing? Because we're the ones that pay, and the big businesses are the ones that don't. Like, we pay more taxes. Yeah. Than typically... Especially besides like when Biden goes into office and when they change the tax rate, mm-hmm. we pay like 
as a whole, there's more of us than there are big businesses. So more small businesses are paying more like a bigger amount of money than bigger businesses. Yeah. And in the beginning, they're like giving like Shake Shack all this money and like businesses like that. And it's yeah. like, why are you giving bigger, I don't want to say corporations because they're not necessarily corporations, but big businesses like that. Like yeah. don't give money to fucking McDonald's. Don't give money to Shake Shack. Don't give money to Jack in the Box. Like mm-hmm. I think they could afford to like close like one right. store. Right. You know, this money needs to be going to people, to your neighbors, to the freaking coffee, local coffee shop down the street. Like, come on. Yeah, the people who really will need it and have nothing else. They don't have this is 10 other li- locations This is to fall literally back on. their livelihood. Yeah. yeah. This is what they do. This is what they do when they get up in the morning, before they go to bed. It's just like, how can we let all of these businesses go out of business, essentially? Yeah, and that's the hard part, too, because they are doing four or five different jobs a day already maintaining their business. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times there's not a lot of savings or there's not a lot of places you can cut money that you're spending. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of like they're just drifting at this point Mm -hmm. with everything closing back down. Like, yes, closure is necessary. But then on the other side of it, I kind of do see the point to kind Mm -hmm. of keep things going. But if you're keeping things going at the expense of getting more people sick, then it doesn't make sense to me. Right. Totally. Yeah. So with that and our break almost being over, to recap. Man, we have like so much more to talk about I know. with COVID, I we feel can. like. We can if you want. We can dive in um, a little more. I guess. I don't know. It's just, I don't get it anymore because I'm like, okay, just wear a mask and then. Yeah, I don't I mean, go how anywhere. How do you feel about like how it changed in the salon? I guess. I feel like people. I don't feel like my clients are being more lax, but I feel like sometimes I think about like that wiped down my chair mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. or have I like sanitized my hands already? Mm-hmm. It's become such a natural thing that sometimes I forget if I'm doing all the same. But then I just do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More people are traveling. Do more feel, people are. Yeah. Do you feel like though all of the rules that we have in place and stuff like that are helping? Yeah, I think so. Um, having everybody sanitized when they come in and if when they co- go out if they want to, mm-hmm. I think is good. And I think a lot of the things should stay. Oh, yeah. Go and like forward. maintain the same thing. Um, not having extra guests. Just in general, too. Like it would be flu season regardless right now. So then there's just one more person with germs in the salon. Yeah. And so how do you feel about that, though? I have people that come in that are sick but don't have covid but they're still sick i had somebody like not last week but the week before on saturday she was like well i just have a cold and it's like i get that and i guess a year ago you would have come in anyway but also i didn't want you to come in a year ago being right sick. that's what i was gonna say too I, we don't no, because then if I get a cold from you, then I can potentially give everybody I know a cold because you had a cold. And I also don't want to be sick in general. Right. Like it's right. not just even with COVID. I just don't want to be sick because when we're sick, we actually do not get paid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing too with me right now with COVID and being so paranoid because I don't want to get sick and then take time off work and then the state closes down. Yeah. Like after I am done quarantining or whatever because mm-hmm. we don't get PTO. And I just yeah. hate using my savings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's. 
because I'm saving for some, like, it's like I've saved money for specific things. So I'm like, okay, this is my car savings, not my, I got coronavirus savings. I don't, right. I mean, are I don't we going to need that. to have that now? Yeah, I feel like we should. But I also feel like there's a lot of people, one of my clients, so random, was talking about his boat and like how his boat's been in the shop for like six weeks because the lead time on getting your boat even into the shop is so high because so many people bought boats over the summer. Because Boats. so many people Where were at people home. Going? Well, and it's like so many people were at home. Maybe they're going out fishing or okay. he fishes. But I feel like they're probably getting together with groups of people. But past that, it's like, where did all that money come from to buy those boats? Stimulus checks and unemployment. And then now you guys at that point were very short-minded or like short-term thinking. Thinking, okay, we're going to close and we're going to open back up. Like, no, now we're getting higher numbers again. Other places are closing again, which may mean that we might close and you could have saved money from then if you could to now, but we just didn't get enough. I feel like the money that we got through unemployment was way more than the stimulus, obviously, but still, mm-hmm. yeah, that was almost six months. What was that? May? May. When I went back to the salon yeah. at the end of May. Yeah, I mean, I still have a client who's on unemployment, and I think it's like two twelve a week, mm-hmm. but she's on food stamps mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, how do you even live on that? Budget down really low at this point, and like, I guess try to figure out I how mean, to. What if your rent's like eight hundred bucks? Yeah, that's the only thing that I don't because the cares is it the cares act that it was that was extra like six hundred because mm-hmm. that ran out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was when I went back to work too. I was like, well, I could go back to work because I was all around the same time. Maybe I went back to work right before then. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking, or I could like, because I wanted to make sure that if we closed again, I would have some unemployment to claim. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see if, if, I don't know, it's just so hard because I'm like, okay, so when we close, like, I feel like you knew California was going to close. You Mm -hmm. knew like all these other states were going to close, but we're just such a wild card. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the wild west of Doug Ducey. Seriously. Are they still trying to, um, it's not impeaching revoke. Oh, so, um, yeah, you can't now. I know. I think you could only do it once. So it was, Mm. I think they had tried to get him, to be, I can't remember the exact word, what it is, but it's pretty much you get, you need 500,000 signatures to get him off of being governor. And then, oh, or like it would be like 500,000 signatures to get on the ballot to. For people to vote for it, to remove him. Yes. Correct. Which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't either until obviously when we were talking about it. And I felt like it would have to be like, okay, the first year mm-hmm. that you've been governor, then they can do that. But repeal. But that, that wasn't but that wasn't what it was. It was more than a year. Yeah. Could, like at any time, which is kind of yeah. crazy. Totally. But now we can't because someone already tried. Yeah, well. And obviously it was during COVID, so I'm sure people aren't like going door to door being right. like, hey, will you sign this? And I feel like people like him. Yeah, they do. People like Jared Joe too. That's just a place that we're in. Yeah, even though we're blue now. Yeah, I'm, I feel like a lot of people are going to move here and like the red millennials are going to move here. Because I don't know. Yeah, and because we're blue. 
Yeah, I'm hoping that a lot of guys were blue. That a lot of because the things I've been seeing on Facebook specifically too, just of people's what their mentalities and stuff seem like, is just like our governor doesn't care about it, like from California. So oh, we're moving to Arizona, and so I I'm like, see. that sounds like you're conservative. Okay, I or, or someone see. said their governor was mocking them. Got it. Yeah, it's getting to that point now, though, that it's getting closer and closer to the people you know. And the people you hang out with, which is why I'm getting more paranoid too, because I feel like now it's another one of my clients has somebody that they know Mm -hmm. or somebody Mm -hmm. else's friend has it Mm -hmm. or somebody's roommate has it. And it's not someone that you had never met before or had never hung out with before. No, if you get it, no, I mean, we don't even know who's giving what to who Mm -hmm. anymore. That's, that's where it's gotten to. Yeah. It's out of control. I would be interested. We'll be. I'll be interested to see what happens inauguration day after that. What, if anything, if and what will change? Mm-hmm. Because I think unifying the country on everything is the only way to slow it down as a whole instead of having different parts of the country that it's surging in. But then you see those charts that are like, okay, these states are wearing masks and these are the states that have low numbers and then these states aren't wearing masks and these are the states that mm-hmm. are getting out of control and again everybody's getting tired but i haven't even been a year yet like <laughs> not like it hasn't been a long time but we're adults yeah. you know they're not really requiring children to be out everywhere in masks or they say mm-hmm. so but like a lot of people are a little more lenient on children for whatever reason but we're adults we can rationalize and this isn't going to last forever and it'll be shorter if we do what the hell we're supposed to be doing. Mm, mm, totally. That's like what, I don't know. I don't have a problem being at home though. I can find some a thousand things to do at home. We have Same. access to the internet, I like know. from our cell phone. I don't know mm-hmm. why people can't find something to do. Honestly, there's yeah. something. Yeah. There's a distraction. There is goal you can be working on there is entertainment there's news you can be reading you can be playing a video game like you can be on a zoom call on a phone call on facetime you can literally do literally all of the you can order groceries you can order food you can do everything that you can do leaving the house Mm. pretty much from your cell phone at home Mm -hmm. yeah so the excuse of i'm just so tired of being inside like we're all tired yeah. And not me necessarily though. <laughs> I don't really mind as much. But a lot of people are tired. But yeah. we're going to could you imagine being tired this isn't even a year and three years from now this is still happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Well so. break is almost over. Yeah, I think that's our that's our final COVID rank for the rest of it. I feel like I'm interested to see what's going to happen in the future and we'll have to do a COVID part two in like February mm-hmm. and we'll see what's changed from now until then. What's changed with the rates, what's changed with the unemployment, so yeah. we talked about, what's changed the with economy. like Biden's policy, the economy, see if we can get some more stimulus. Yeah, if he puts Andrew Yang in his cabinet. Yeah, so we will, and we'll have stuff to report on the virus because by then people, not the virus, this is the virus, the vaccine, because people will be getting the vaccine by then. Yeah, and then we'll really know in like five years. If anybody's going to grow a second head. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> I am too. I'm not, I don't need another head, so. Yeah, we'll I'm see. like, see, I remember this. 
This was in Walking Dead. <laughs> I've seen this show before. I've seen this show. I know what happens, and it is called Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm not going to be part of the Walking Dead. I will not. I, this is a whole other topic, but I don't believe in zombies, though. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, I man. I don't hear How can you be undead? <laughs> exactly this way. <laughs> no. This is it. Your body just dies, you know? Yeah, no, what, what this happened? is it. We get a virus, the vaccine comes, everybody takes the vaccine in 10 years you something happens like you die and then there you go the vaccine it had something in it it's like okay now you're a zombie here we are this is that one movie with will smith i am legend (laughs) see i know i've been thinking that this is that movie that's how i knew right away what you're talking about i've been thinking this is i am legend and i'm like this is book of eli this is i am legend this is walking dead it's everything. <laughs> All of the apocalypse movies in, in one. one. I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm not getting a vaccine. You <laughs> solidified it for me. <laughs> well, I wanted to leave everybody with a quote. And like, a, it's ever, I feel like this is going to be such a cheesy quote because it's Gandhi. And I feel like everybody, like, if it's a Gandhi quote, it's a peaceful quote, which is good. Because I feel like people are just stressing out and losing their shit. To lose patience is to lose the battle. So we should just stay patient get through COVID and then we can all slowly have, obviously we have one big party, but you just slowly have a bunch of little parties for like the next five years and then like come back to having big parties. As well. And so it shall be. And that's exactly <laughs> what will happen. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, just remember all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us. Whether it's for a release or to gain more knowledge, we really appreciate you. You can follow me, Martina, on Instagram at the number four, all curl kind. And me, Steph, at Killer Vegan. Follow our podcast on Instagram at the break room podcast PHX. Leave us a review of our episode to help us inspire others. We look forward to dropping more gems next week. Breaks over.